Jesus Christ is the Lamb slain before the foundations of the earth. In this study, God's Redemption Timeline, we discover that eternal God enters time so that He can redeem fallen man. The coming of Jesus Christ was not an emergency plan, but an eternal one. In this study, Evangelist Scott Pauley will encourage us to celebrate God's redemptive work accomplished by the Lord Jesus Christ. Salvation is so wonderful, and there's so many aspects to it. We're concentrating on the redemption that is ours through our Lord Jesus Christ. A redemption is that part of salvation uh, that emphasizes what the Lord paid, what the Lord sacrificed, what the Lord did so that we could have our sins forgiven, so we could have all of the blessing of God. Now, we understand uh, that this is not fully seen until you come to the New Testament, but I'll remind you that all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable and that all of Scripture is progressively revealing our Redeemer to us. Uh, we have looked at the first mention of his redemptive work. We've looked at the oldest book of the Bible. Uh, let's return today to the book of Genesis, to Genesis chapter 15, to get yet another picture on God's redemption timeline as he begins to reveal himself to man. In Genesis 15, he's having a conversation with Abraham, and you'll remember he's made some big promises to Abraham, so much so that Abraham now says, how do I know you're going to do all of this? How can I be certain you're going to fulfill everything you've said you're going to do with me. And so the Lord gives him what seems to us to be a strange grocery list, a very unusual uh, set of instructions. And yet if you understand the culture, the context of the day, uh, when two people were going to enter into a, a business arrangement, into some kind of an agreement, uh, this is exactly what they would do. They would take a certain number of animals, they would cut them in two, they would lay them on uh, the left and on the right, leaving a pathway between them. And then uh, the two people that were entering into covenant, into this business contract and arrangement, would walk together uh, between the sacrifices, between these, these pieces of the animals that they've divided in two. In other words, blood was shed, sacrifice was made, and they walked together between them to publicly state uh, that this was serious and that they were both knowingly entering into it. So, I love the fact God comes to man. Aren't you glad God comes to us? We could never come to him, so he comes to us. God comes to man, comes to Abraham, and says, all right, let's enter into a, an agreement here. Now, let's use a picture that you understand, an arrangement. Genesis 15, verse number 9, God says to him, Take me an heifer of three years old, and a she-goat of three years old, and a ram of three years old, and a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. And he took unto him all these, and divided them in the midst, and laid each piece one against another, but the birds divided he not. And when the fowls came down upon the carcasses, Abraham drove them away. So uh, he gets all of the animals, he cuts them in two, he lays them on each side, and he sits and waits. And he waits, and he waits, and he waits for God to show up. Verse 12, when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram, and lo, a horror of great darkness fell upon him. And he said unto Abram, Know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs, and shall serve them, and they shall afflict them four hundred years. 
And also that nation whom they shall serve will I judge, and afterward shall they come out with great substance. And thou shalt go to thy fathers in peace. Thou shalt be buried in a good old age. But in the fourth generation they shall come hither again, for the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet full. So God is revealing to Abram what he's getting ready to do with this nation that's going to come from his children, this nation we now know as Israel. You'll remember that in the next book of the Bible, the book of Exodus, we have a great picture of God redeeming the entire nation. But it doesn't begin with a nation. It begins with a man. Everything God does, he begins in the individual heart. His redemptive work is personal. And so it's not just when they come out of Egypt that God reveals himself as redeemer. It's on this night, at this moment, that God reveals himself to Abram as the redeemer. Verse 17, And it came to pass that when the sun went down and it was dark, behold, a smoking furnace and a burning lamp that passed between those pieces. Remember, no man's seen God at any time. God's a spirit. But God reveals himself here with two big pictures, a smoking furnace and a burning lamp, both of them reminding us that our God is a consuming fire. So the glory of God is pictured here, passing between the pieces. And verse 18 says, In the same day the Lord made a covenant with Abram. Now we understand the covenant he made with Abram is not our covenant. We understand that we're not Israel, but I want you to see that our God is a covenant-making, covenant-keeping God, and that every time he enters into a covenant relationship, he does so in a redemptive way. Notice some common denominators. First of all, there had to be sacrifice. Uh, so you have here these, uh, these animals, the, the heifer and the she-goat and the ram, uh, cut in two, blood is shed. Uh, they're sacrificed. The birds are sacrificed and laid out. There must be blood sacrifice. Let me tell you how serious our redemption is. It cost something. Uh, we say that salvation is the free gift of eternal life, and it is free to us, but it was not free to God. So the Lord pictures here the sacrifice that must be made. And not only is there sacrifice, but did you know that in this arrangement, uh, only God passed between the pieces. Normally, in a business arrangement, both parties would have walked between the pieces, uh, but Abram sits on the sideline as a spectator and watches God move. Let me tell you why that is, because there is nothing we can do uh, to, to help make this redemptive work happen. The Lord does it all. So we're simply spectators of the amazing grace of God. Uh, your, your works, your effort, your energy, your promises, that's not what brings about salvation. Salvation comes through the Lord alone. He does all of the great work. That's why Jesus cried from the cross, it is finished. It's done. Now, the sacrifice is paid. The payment is made. The way has been opened because this is who our Redeemer is. So not only is there sacrifice, not only is uh, this contract, this covenant signed by God alone, but the one requirement on man's part is simple faith. This is the same passage, Genesis 15, that says he believed in the Lord and he counted it to him for righteousness. I'm telling you that from the very beginning of the Bible, we see God as the Redeemer. We see the Lord uh, through sacrifice, entering into covenant with his people, making promises that only he can keep. And what is our part in this? Simply to believe. I wonder, have you believed on the Lord? 
Uh, I'm not Abram. You're not Abram. Uh, but we serve the same God as Abram uh, because the, the Jehovah God of the Old Testament is the Jesus Christ revealed in the New Testament. There is one God, one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. Oh, dear one, do, do you know the Redeemer in this way? Do you understand that he's made sacrifice for you? He's made promises to you. Uh, he has sealed it. He's put his own name on the line. Our God put his own name on the contract. Salvation, eternal life is just as good as God's name and all of God's riches. And you can trust that. In fact, that's all you can do is simply put your faith in the Lord. That's why I say from beginning to end, from Genesis to Revelation, Scripture is simply a revelation of our Redeemer. Oh, I'm praying today that this revelation will be more than intellectual. It will be personal for you. It will be more than academic. It will be spiritual. It will be more than just head knowledge. It will be a personal experience of the grace of God. That as surely as God met Abram, you will meet God. And you will know that he's your Redeemer. Thank you for joining us today. And thank you for investing in the ministry of Enjoying the Journey. This is a listener-supported program. If you feel led to partner with us, please visit enjoyingthejourney.org where you may securely make a one-time investment or set up a recurring gift. However God leads you to partner with us, thank you. And we hope you'll join us next time on Enjoying the Journey.